Do you want to do the intro? Shall I do the intro? Yeah, this is Agenda. Yes, I am. But And I'm Jackson. And this is Charlie over here. Very good. And we're going to talk about bands about drag shows and drag people and stuff. Drag people. Yeah, I mean, there's drag kings, right? Yeah, it was just, I don't know, drag people tickled me. Drag performers. Anyway, what what's up with that? Yeah, uh, Jackson here is our resident drag expert. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no. Drag, drag bands are pretty silly. Um, this kind of feels like the culmination of our last two episodes, where... Episode number one, we're talking about these book bans and this whole idea of protecting the children. Episode two, we're talking about how, like, pride has been completely taken over. And now we're combining that <laughs> into, uh, wow, people are saying that pride is scary and reacting harshly. Well, l- let's ban something that's pretty inherently queer. Yeah. So the drag bans are pretty like emblematic of this whole moment we're living in of conservatives coming together and targeting the lgbtq plus community in the name of protecting the children and keeping kids safe uh which is really bonkers because um you know this has nothing to do with that (laughs) whatsoever uh drag performances are not happening uh like explicit drag performances i don't hello like what is what are they what do they think a drag show is like they must just think that it i don't know jackson do do you know what they think drag shows are i honestly couldn't tell you like from the quotes i read while studying for this uh podcast that make it kind of sound like a burlesque performance or some shit like or like that they're or like a magic mic type thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, like a proper strip show or something. Yeah, pretty much. And it's really weird because it's all about obscenity and stuff. But we'll get to that. Like, it's just really strange. Yeah, drag is itself an art form of exaggeration of gender. So usually when people are talking about drag, they're talking about drag queens. But as Jackson said, there are drag people. And you can do drag in any direction you so choose, uh, no matter if you're cis, trans, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, when people think about drag, they mainly think about drag queens. So it's going to be um, someone like per- doing a performance of femininity. Usually people also envision like a cis gay man, but anyone can do drag regardless of uh, gender or sexual orientation. So I guess, like, what these people are afraid of are that a man in a dress and the pretty makeup is going to do something explicit around the children when it's really just someone in a dress and pretty makeup reading stories to children. Because, like, this all started with the drag story times, right? Where drag queens would go, like, support books at the local libraries by reading books to children so that they would have a positive experience with their own like 
gender and like a performance. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I think it's, uh, it's kind of in the same vein of what we talked, like you said, it's kind of in the same vein of what we talked about in previous episodes. Uh, I personally think it's part of an attempt to wedge us against each other, like split off this group of people that may be part of the LGBTQ plus community and uh, make them as like the others. Like, yeah, I feed into uh, homonormativity. Like, I th- I'm not sure how you feel about it, but I feel like when they use the word drag queens or drag shows, they're also kind of using it as a dog whistle for trans people in general. Oh, I 100% agree. I think where this is leading is going to be where just being a trans person around kids or being a trans person that wants to adopt children is going to become illegal in a lot of states. And I think that is extremely fucked up. Yeah, I agree. It's my personal belief, you know, looking at all of this, we got to realize that people writing these bills and talking about drag in this way do not have, like, a real knowledge of drag culture or what drag is. And that probably goes for their understanding of trans people as well. So if these folks think that trans people are in drag and that our gender is just a like some sort of costume performance and not our gender then by saying that drag is obscene and not allowed around children or in public then it's the first step to saying that trans people are obscene uh we're predators and we should not be allowed near children or in public and it's like a first step to eradicating trans existence so let's not let this happen it's like yeah. these bills have been protested against, and rightly so. It's it's just bizarre. And there was actually a state that um let me find it. I think it it was basically um yeah, it was Minnesota. And they were basically this close. You can't see my finger if you're listening to this later, but they were very, this close to basically very close, very close amount to basically saying that if you dress up as somebody other than what you were assigned as birth, then uh, in like a performance or whatever. So basically what plays and musicals have been doing since the beginning of time, like men playing women, women playing men and so forth. Um, basically, uh, as introduced, the bill specifically describes shows in which a performer exhibits a gender identity that is different from the performer's gender assigned at birth using clothing, makeup, or other accessories that are traditionally worn by members of and are meant to exaggerate the gender identity of the performer's opposite sex. So it's not even about obscenity at that point. It's basically like... It's basically the modern version of the old law that you have to wear uh three articles of clothing assigned to your gender at birth yeah that's caught wearing something else then you can get arrested 
Yeah, and that's interesting too because, like, for example, like I'm going on tour with a band soon, and like Rumbles talked about the bassist and our mutual friend talked about them wearing like a skirt on stage, and pretty soon, even doing just that could be considered illegal and yeah. could result in fines or arrest or God knows what. Yeah, just because Rumble's fine doesn't mean they should get fined. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, yeah, so I think it's really interesting. There's a lot of other laws being passed, but pretty much all of them, most of them don't name drag. Um, yeah, they have to be very careful. Because if they name drag specifically, then they can have a lot of lawsuits on their hands. Yeah. I think so, that, like the way they describe it too is like costumed performers do not get obscene it's like that could apply to like your mrs claus read-along in december yeah absolutely <laughs> and it's just really really strange um and again going back to the trans dog whistle it's one thing i really thought about when i was looking into this is to kind of go on maybe a more bigger scale, possibly, it's mm-hmm. or just an analogy. Like, I think a big reason why, like, let me, let me, okay. So I have family members who live in the middle of nowhere, and because they never go to the city, they never see black people, and all they do is watch Fox News. They're like, the cities are hellscapes, and they're filled with, urban characters and such like that because they've never been exposed to it they don't know what it's really like so i think the idea for our listeners who can't see it jackson did the heaviest air quotes possible air quotes, around yes. urban characters and it was very funny <laughs> and warranted yeah. christ yeah and um i think they're basically trying to do the same thing if they yeah absolutely. if they push if they push drag performers and what they're whistling toward trans people into a corner never to be seen out and about and say hey children don't look at these people it's obscene then these children are going to grow up thinking that drag performers and trans people basically as a whole are nat or obscene and that it's sexually like it's it's uh perverse it's sexual and perverse in nature yeah yeah and it's like it's... the same thing with they don't want trans people using public bathrooms i see a lot of rebuttals where it's like they don't have to be in public to use the bathroom and it's like whoa 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 you want to invent a whole group of people from leaving our house what I... don't see that you just don't want us to exist dog like... i'm gonna be real like i'm a man but I've been in some gas stations in the middle of nowhere where the men's bathroom is locked and, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do and nobody was harmed or anything. Like, it's just a bathroom. Like, Ollie's Pub has gender-neutral bathrooms. As far as I'm aware, nothing fishy has happened, uh, at least that we know. Um, So it's just like... I don't know. Like, like, are people peeking in the stalls or something? Like, how would you even know... 
that's it. Like trans people aren't doing things. It's just people trying to identify trans people that are doing inappropriate things. And it's also like bonkers because it's like, why can't we have gender neutral bathrooms? That's what we have in our houses. Yeah, like, exactly. Do these people who are like anti gender neutral bathroom? Do they gender the bathrooms in their house? I'm genuinely. I would love to know. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Yeah. And yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, and like people are really terrible at identifying trans people too. Like Ooh, there'll be like I got a story for you if you want one. Oh yeah, yeah. But like I'll see on like social media where they're like talking to a trans woman and they'll be like you're not a man. And they'll be like, you're right, I'm a woman. And then, like, dog, y'all are terrible at this identifying thing. Like, it's just... But it's yeah, I can tell going off of, like, really, really shitty societal ideals. Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. It almost, like, it gives a sort of, like, eugenics vibe of, look, this skull shape is more intelligent like type thing where it's like you can't identify these characteristics correctly because you're just going off of sexist ideals to create these characteristics uh yeah. which brings me to my funny little story uh so i was with these two individuals who i don't particularly care for and luckily i haven't had contact with them for a long time uh but they were asking me invasive questions about my sexuality that i really didn't want to answer uh, and they took it upon themselves to say that they have, like, they would never want to date a trans guy. Like, they were two straight cis girls. They're like, they could never date a trans guy. Like, it'd be so disgusting. Like, because trans guys are just actually women. And they're like, and it's so obvious, too. You can always tell. You can always tell when someone's a trans guy. And they were, like, saying this to me. I'm like, yeah, you're so right, girly. You can always tell. They had no clue. They still have they no, clue, no clue, to the best of my knowledge. They had no clue. They were like, you agree with us, right? How trans guys are always obvious and women? I'm like, sure. Sure. Like, yeah. You're so right, girly. You can tell so well. Um, yeah. For those unacquainted, I'm I'm a trans guy, and they have no clue. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. It's <laughs> made up. It's yeah. It's uh, it's and it's it's uh. <laughs> I've it, left it's a. It's a it's a weird topic, man, and like okay, so a recent story about because we're getting back to, to drag show type yeah. stuff. Um a restaurant in Florida, Hamburger Mary's, in case you would like to give them your business. I think they're based out of Orlando. Yeah, stayed. they're um like a nationwide chain almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, the Guardian kind of misrepresented that. But... I mean, they definitely have them in Florida, and they might be based out of Orlando. I'm not that familiar with okay. the whole corporation, but they are like a nationwide chain. Not the, like pop up everywhere, like in Benny's, but they're around. Okay. 
Well, anyways, Hamburger Mary's filed a suit in the United States District Court in the of the Middle District of Florida, alleging a violation of First Amendment rights by the state, DeSantis, and Melanie Griffin, the Secretary of the State's Business Department. Since 2008, the suit says, the restaurant has showcased drag performances, including family-friendly occasions on Sundays in which children are invited to attend. According to the suit, there is no lewd activity, sexually explicit shows, disorderly conduct, public exposure, obscene exhibition, or anything inappropriate for a child to see. So, yeah. true. There's nothing inappropriate. It's just a performer in a costume singing and dancing. And not in a lewd way. If we're worried about, like... Like, is there vision of what drag is? Like, these conservatives and these people, like, trying to shut down drag performances. Is their vision, like, their fear, a man in a dress and a man on a pole? Because that's the entire Christian church. <laughs> yeah, basically. And it's, uh... It's... It, it, one another thing it reminded me of is I was... I was seeing John Wick recently in the theater, and for those who don't know, the John Wick series is a very, very, very violent movie series. It's basically about a guy who is very skilled at killing people. And behind me, chatting the entire movie, was a kid that was no more than seven years old. And a couple rows Gosh. behind them was, were multiple babies crying during the movie as well. And I'm guessing from the voices I heard throughout the entire movie, there were some toddlers there as well. So basically, well, the thing that befuddles me is... I think, especially with the rise of school shootings, that we need to have a much bigger eye on what violence children are exposed to versus and developing a healthy relationship with that versus like them seeing people and knowing about in drag and dresses and stuff. But like a little kid, they aren't going to care whether it's whether the assigned birth gender of whoever in a dress or in a suit or whatever. Someone in bright colors who's talking to them in a happy way and singing to them. Yeah. They honestly, wouldn't even know any, anything like they wouldn't it's like even a princess at Disney World. Yeah, exactly. Like until their parent makes a big deal about it and starts calling people and cussing them out or whatever, like yeah. or a grandparent or a cousin or something, they aren't going to they aren't going to think anything of it. It's really these parents pushing ideals onto their children or relatives Which, or like is crazy because let's think about like you. So John Wick is, like, rated R, right? Yeah. Yeah, so for a kid to get into a rated R movie, their parent has to, like, buy them the ticket and take them in the movie and sit with them. I know this because I am not old enough yet to take my younger siblings to a rated R movie. But, like, we talk all about parental rights. And if it's a per- if it's a parent's right to take their child into a rated R movie, then shouldn't it also be the parent's right to take their kids to a family-friendly drag show? Because that's just completely taken away here in order to protect the children. 
same thing with like how people are enacting these laws in schools that will make public schools an inhospitable environment for trans kids. Like, what if the trans kid has supportive parents? What about that parent's rights to make sure that their child's correct name is used in school, to make sure that their child is getting the correct pronouns, is learning about their history? Where are those parental rights? They're not concerned anymore because those go against this greater agenda that conservatives have against LGBTQ people. So when people are saying that these drag vans are just about drag queens and preventing obscenity and have nothing to do with the LGBTQ community, like, dude, look at the bigger picture here. Because it's not even the bigger picture. The picture is so crystal clear in this one thing. And you're just purposely ignoring it because you're being fed different propaganda. Yeah, and I kind of... I think we've been kind of alluding to it, but the way I see it is they're basically just morphing all of the hate they have towards the LGBTQIA plus community into this ball and slapping drag performances as the name of the ball or whatever. Yeah. And that's what they're beating the shit out of right now. So it's like, like they oh, say, you didn't like the you didn't like the don't say gay. Guess what? Drag queens next. You're gonna you're gonna argue against obscenity in front of children. You want children to see obscene things. It's like no, we don't want children to see obscene things. But this is not obscene. And I think <laughs> I think it's kind of like my example. The majority of the outrage is yeah. even from people who have been to drag shows <laughs> or know trans people. It's the people who watch Fox News or Newsmax or read the New York Post or whatever every day, and they see all these stories about drag pe- drag people this, uh, trans people this, trans people that, um, just all of those things, and that's all they know about people who perform in drag or people that are trans, and that's what they're making. They're like, oh, these are evil people. These are perverse people. We gotta stop them. Yeah. And that's their association. It's kind of like the book thing. Like, a lot of those people have never even read those books, but they heard about it on some website or whatever, how it's bad. And now so they're like, angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically get, just um, doing up shit. Yeah, we did get a question for this episode about, like, how can we, like, get people straight on what drag, like, actually is about? And how can we, like, prevent this, like, misinformation cycle that's going rampant right now? And I think the easiest way, maybe not, it's not easy. I take that back. It's not easy. The most successful way to combat this propaganda that's just being circulated is inform people yourself. You know, if you have one of these relatives who doesn't have a clue, like tell them if you see like people saying bullshit, call them out on their bullshit. Like, don't just be like, oh, oh, well, like call it out. Like, especially, like, this is such, it's so clear to me, because I know what drag is. Tell people what drag is, pull them, and be like, hey, yeah, no, if you're against drag, then you're against, like, I don't know, Mrs. Doubtfire, like, something that they'll know. You're like, against Medea. Yeah. Is that obscene? 
Is that like is the costume of scene? Because I think the, the I think the closest understanding they have to drag is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I get it. Like you're uncool and think that's gross. <laughs> Um, Dude, I, I gotta go even to if they know, even if they know Rocky Horror, that'd be impressive. Actually, if a conservative person knows Rocky Horror, dude, I want to get a bunch of my friends to go to a Rocky Horror Jackson, picture let's show. Let's go to screening. Rocky Horror. Let's get let's Rocky do Horror. It. Let's I'm do it. Let's do it because I've been wanting like, to. So unrelated, but I think for Halloween this year, I should be Frankenfurter. What are your thoughts? I've never seen it, so I can't. Tim That's Curry's why I want to go to one. The main but guy. You, you have to know what he looks like. I do I not. really don't, but like that's oh, the thing though is that, is that I don't want to watch like a video of the performance or like a movie of it when I'd rather like get the full experience. So that's why I've been saving it for. It is my personal belief that before you go see Rocky Horror live and see it with the shadow cast, you should watch the movie in full so you roughly know what to expect. Okay. That way, then because the thing is with the shadow cast. <laughs> um there are like different cues and stuff that you're supposed to respond to so i recommend watching the movie on your own have a fun time with it get some popcorn it's it's a fun little watch um then you can like go online there are plenty of guides nowadays that you can look and see like what the cues are supposed to be and that way you can figure out like the props you should bring all of that good stuff Yeah, I'll definitely have to try that out. Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have to go to a screening in Tampa or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, um, back to the misinformation <laughs> thing. Um, stop misinformation. Watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, <laughs> Support honestly, Charlie Frankenfurter, twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's I, I think the times of letting your out of touch relatives be out of touch. whatever be out of touch is kind of past because yeah. even in the past year or so things have become so militarized so aggressive and there's a big election coming up too not that yeah. any of the options are that good but these i think this is a big time for our democracy and i think Hell, if you become the outcast of your family dinner or whatever, just for saying, hey, what you just said is fucked up, I think it's worth it at this point. If yeah. it means that they're not going to be, that they're going to shut the fuck up and yeah, not Yeah, they're going to have to think about it. Yeah. Like, if you call them out on their bullshit, even if, like, they're like, no, you're wrong, there's a chance that that night they're going to be sitting in their bed and they're like, fuck, what if they were right? And that's a pretty good chance. And we can do something with that, because that will at least spark them away from these propaganda machines. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's just... And I think, like, we're both adults, but if if I were to give advice to, like, a high schooler or someone, like... If they don't want you, it's kind of back to the book band thing. If they don't want you to read a book, go to the library and check it out and find out why they don't want you to read it. I'm not going to advise for people to go to situations as a minor where things could get bad as drag shows are right now, but maybe once, maybe if they find one that's all good or whatever, or once.
or 18, I would go to a drag show and figure out what the fuss is all about. I don't know what the laws yeah. are, if somebody could get in trouble for that or not, or if it could That's become the a bad thing. I think home. that it would be valuable for, like, everyone to attend a drag show at any age. The only reason that I'm not going to advocate for that is I, like, it is dangerous to do so right now, and you could get someone in trouble. Um, so, like, if you are under 18, or you know someone who's under 18, and you want to take them to a drag show, um, and you see a local drag show, check the age requirements for that drag show. Um, like Jackson was talking about earlier, places do offer like family-friendly drag performances, and there are a lot of wonderful family-friendly drag performances uh, that you definitely should check out. But just keep keep with those age restrictions. It's like the same thing for any type of show that you would go to. Um, it is not only for your safety, but the safety of the performers and the establishment. That being said, these restrictions also regulate the content of the performance. If there is any explicit material at a drag performance, it will always only be at an 18-plus drag performance. And that explicit material is still not going to be what these people have in mind of the absolute most obscene, lewd, pornographic, whatever that's going on it's probably uh some girls cracking dirty jokes like not to say that there are not like skimpy drag outfits out there but like they're saved for certain occasions it's like you can take your kid to see a play and not expect it to be like magic mike yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just because yeah. it's on a stage. Once again, if we're so worried about a man in a dress on a stage talking about a man on a pole, may I introduce you to the Catholic Church? That's <laughs> the, like... <laughs> yeah, I... They're feeding uh, the kids wine there, too. Dude, um... As I've probably previously mentioned, I'm a from I'm a, I'm from the state of Illinois, and the uh, district attorney or whatever recently released a report on uh, clergy clergy um, stuff that clergy's been up to, and it had like thousands of clergy members that have done anywhere from one to I think the highest I saw was like seventy something or over one hundred people who have come forward or it was estimated based on reports where the Catholic church basically told them, Oh, we'll just transfer him around and see if he figures it out. And sometimes even withholding information about the people where they, Oh, he just, he just has a little bit of trouble with boundaries. Meanwhile, he's fondled like 30 kids and just stuff like that. I feel like it's it's important to note that since we brought it up, why it's so and i think we should maybe do an episode about it possibly but I don't, yeah um but i just think it's important to note that if you're going to be afraid of something that's grooming your children and putting them in a dangerous position i would worry more so about their first communion classes their confirmation classes if you're there if you're like, pastor look at the or statistics. if if you're if your priest is taking a special interest in your child, I would be worried about that rather than them going to 
um, somebody dr dressed up in a dress reading them stories or cracking funny jokes. But that's just me. I'd be inclined to agree. It's yeah. Like, look at the statistics of where the problems are. It's not with drag performers. It's not with the LGBTQ community. We're just in a weird time. And where... how come like they're doing bad things, but everyone's not boycott the Catholic Church? We're in a really weird time where I feel like science at least used to be respected and data science especially used to be respected. But I think starting with COVID, data and science and data science has become political. And if you I think it up, was even before then, but it's really gotten bonkers since COVID. It, I just feel like ever since then, everybody's became their own researcher. Yeah. Which is really just bias confirmation. Like they will scroll, they will scroll through 20 pages of Google until they find one article that fits their beliefs. And then they'll choose that one article over like a hundred that go against their beliefs. Yeah. And it's really, and if you tell them, Hey, like, for example, the associate press did a report on this that was peer reviewed. Um, yeah, here's what the numbers say. They're like, oh, the approach, the Associated Press, of course, they'd say that. Hey, CNN said this, and they they had some reporters in some uh, fields that uh, that got them this data. Oh, of course, CNN would say that. Like, it's basically just a test of what news outlet they actually trust, and they will flip yeah, on that news outlet fair, immediately. We do the same. Yeah, we do do the same. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side, we do the exact same. But the thing is, like, it's important that you will look at other news sources and that you will compare and you will find and you will research on your own and see what is actually real and formulate your own opinion from there. Use credible sources. Learn how to identify a credible source. Uh, you know, if you find something peer-reviewed, look at it. <laughs> like always trust like a good academic peer-reviewed article over what's easiest to access because that's another thing with the landscape that we have right now a lot of the easiest information to access that is going to be free to read uh is going to be like misinformation just because they want it to spread quickly you also have the issue of algorithms coming into play and algorithms love to support a good confirmation bias you don't even have to worry about creating your own filter bubble anymore because the internet is already going to do that for you. Yeah, it really is crazy because... Yeah. I think... I think just because I have Republican family members on Facebook, I get... Every once in a while, I'll get Newsmax or Fox News articles or related things... Or Elon Musk-related things. And it just... Like, just because you know people who like this stuff, they assume, oh, maybe you like it too. And then they'll just flood your feed with that. Like, if you like one post about a certain topic, everything in your feed will be about a certain topic. It's the same thing with Google now. Like, yeah. like Google, if you search Fox News, uh, Lizard People 20 times, you're going to... Whenever you search, the Fox News is going to be the first thing that pops up. 
events. What started off as a beautiful resource that would allow you to access so much information has turned into now you can uh, now it wants you to access certain things. It's it's just bonkers. I don't I don't even know where my point was going. I just got so overwhelmed. It's like Christ. yeah, I feel yeah. I uh, I think I I think it's gotten to the point where you choose your own. Like it's a choose your own adventure. Like choose your own adventure, finding out what's going on in the world. <laughs> like it's basically okay. Here's some ra- here's some rabbit holes you can go under. You can go into this one. Is go about ahead, how, Alice. This is about how like marginalized people are affected by recent laws. This is about how the how water's turning the frogs gay. Uh, this is about how drag queens are want, want to do this or that to your kids. Which one will you go down? Oh, water's turned the frogs gay. This will definitely lead you to good places. <laughs> yeah, and like even when people are writing articles, they can pick out the sources that they want to use that makes their point correct. Like you're not seeing good journalism, you're seeing selective work. Um, yeah. Which well, I'm not saying that's why we're doing this episode. Well, Perhaps there was an article that we read where someone was purposely choosing sources to defend the point that drag shows are obscene. Uh, they're they're not obscene, but it's like Christ. Yeah, that that brings me back. It it brings me back to an environmental science class I had. My freshman year of college, and I think this is a pretty widespread thing where they give you a bunch of positions, like, and you have to debate why this position is the best position. But looking back, I think it's kind of almost a bad thing because, like, a p- group of us had to find sources that backed up why fossil fuels should be used in the future and have credible sources to back that up. But in reality, you're basically just looking for sources that say your position is right. So I think that's kind of a bad pathway, too, is saying, hey, just find sources that say what you're what what you're looking to say instead of find sources that are peer reviewed and actually credible. Yeah, the thing is, you should be able to make your argument, but if you can't address the counter argument, then it's 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 weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's like we just... have to trust the honesty of researchers and journalists and academics. And a lot of people can't do that, so then they trust the honesty and integrity of news hosts and people I don't I don't even know. It's I mean so hell, frustrating. it's it's not it's <laughs> not even just the uh the older folks, the boomers, like if you look at our generation or the generation after us, there's a large portion of people who get their news off of TikTok. Yeah. Which TikTok. Oh gosh. I had a friend telling me so much about conspiracy theories. I'm like, dude, these are age old conspiracy theories. I know you saw them on TikTok, but please know that eugenicists created them and they're created by racists. And these are what the Nazis would say. Like, it's the same yeah. thing cycled over. The li- like, even you brought up the idea of, like, the lizard people. 
Like that yeah, is isn't that hateful. like an anti-Semitic thing? It's so anti-Semitic. Yeah. Like same thing with the pyramids. People are like, oh, the aliens must have dropped the pyramids. Why do we think that? Probably because these pyramid formations that are around the world are done by people of color and indigenous groups. And then white folks came along and were like, whoa, clearly these uncivilized people could not have done this. It must have been the aliens. No. Dingus, you're a colonizer. People are also intelligent. Perhaps more so than you. Like, Christ. Yeah, it's... And it and it's on both sides, too, because there are a lot of leftists who use some pretty dog shit and emotional arguments yeah. for a lot of positions just because they saw it, on, just somebody sobbing to it on TikTok or whatever. And, like... You know, it's just like, and TikTok's just a bad source to use because just because of their questionable influence by the, by uh, the great nation of China. Um, yeah. yeah, so they kind of choose what I they will, want you to say. I will to. defend us having TikTok because I think that it should be our rights as individuals. Yeah. But also, it keeps safe on TikTok. Like, there's a reason that people are calling it into question. But also, we should be able to use it because we should be able to make informed decisions. Yes, exactly. It's like... Like, uh... Like, I think this is a dumb analogy, but cigarettes. Cigarettes could potentially be bad for you. They are bad for you, but that's your decision whether to consume them or not. Like, alcohol, too, whatever. Like, maybe... Is TikTok 18+. plus? TikTok is not 18 plus. I want to say it's oh, 18 plus. Yeah, I mean, that might be a thing. Like, maybe TikTok should be 18 plus because I, I do uh-huh. know that. Uh, be careful yeah. there, Jackson. You're falling into the argument that people are making about drag queens. Oh, yeah, maybe. Careful. I mean, yeah, TikTok is inherently bad or perverse, think, but, you know. Because people would I, be I, like, I mean, maybe it should be so- 18 plus, protect the children. Yeah, that's true. I just remember, like, I was on social media way too young, I think, and yeah, I saw and a lot of things. <laughs> and, you know, if you have kids, then that's your decision to make about yeah, that's when true. your child should be on social media. That's true. Yeah, you definitely you definitely caught me on that one. I did. Like, yeah, that's that's well, a good that's a good debate. Yeah, it's it's right versus left on on agenda. I guess I am. <laughs> It's like, okay, let's think about actual ways to protect the kids, right, guys? Let's not try to censor what they're exposed to. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, can that's a good point. We keep them away from, like, actual... Like, keep, keep the kids away from porn and true obscenity. But, like, internet usage, drag queens, books in schools. Yeah, I mean, it, it really does go back to that books in school argument. Is that, like, the idea that young adults in their formative years shouldn't figure out what they believe for themselves. They should have their parents' view of what they should believe. I think that's fucked up. I think there is a really big problem with parents and society deciding that children are property instead of young adults. (laughs) Like, it it is really weird. Like, children are not property. Of course, it's your responsibility to raise them, but... That you don't own them. They're little human beings. 
they have their own thoughts and their own The best I mean, way to teach is decision making on their own. I mean, I don't like gingers, but that's another thing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What? <laughs> I'm just like, what does this have to do with anything? You're like, you're like, you, young children are people, not in thought. Wait, gingers aren't people. Oh my gosh. I was like, where did you pull that from? <laughs> hey, 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 Jackson, guess what? What? Ginger. I hardly know her. Ah. Mr. Peeper is dead asleep. Like, nothing I'm saying is waking him up. He's resting. <laughs> he had a big day of doing nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've said this on the podcast yet, but the podcast was originally called Agenda I Hardly Know Her. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that was kind of bad. It was really bad. It's just because I keep saying that. <laughs> I keep saying I hardly know her and thinking it's the funniest thing. It's One on thing a need-to-know really... basis. It's, it's, it's on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> One thing I, I, that cracks me up and so stupid is that I have camera lenses and the main lens I use is called Sigma. And it sounds kind of like Sigma, so I keep thinking... Sigma nuts. I thought you were gonna reference like Sigma male. I thought you no. were like, and then I get the camera, and I am Patrick Bateman. I was like, whoa, <laughs> we should do an episode about <laughs> uh, Sigma. Yeah, like the Sigma, Sigma male, alpha, alpha male, male thing. Yeah, I yeah. gotta do that because I follow some parody accounts, and I worry that when I post stuff from those parody accounts, that people think I'm serious. And it's, like the most recent one, I think is like. It's like a, like a montage of a guy posing. It's like, how to become successful. First, eat 30 olives. Second, tip <laughs> That's your what landlord. I do, every <laughs> okay, third, I, don't, I do not tip my landlord. I do third, eat 30 tax olives. the middle class. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's important uh, that people also know. But so, like, when we promote these episodes, we will post, like, some sort of news article pertaining to what we're talking about on our Instagram. And the one this week, it was like an opinion piece about why drag queens should be banned. And Jackson <laughs> posted it on his story with no context and then went back and posted it again. By the way, I do not agree with that at this point. I do not think that drag queens should be banned. <laughs> Yeah, that's the tough it part. Really is that, funny. Is that I, I assume people give me the benefit of the doubt with stuff that I say because <laughs> I have ADHD brain, so I have like 30 thoughts at once. You're just like, I gotta promo the episode. Wait. It, yeah. is, it is the official stance of Agenda Why Yes I Am that you should not only go against drag bands because they are silly and bad. But support your local drag artists because they're wonderful. Drag is an art form that will never die as long as I'm concerned. I'll keep it alive single handedly. Yeah, I was listening to country music today. And I. Uh... <laughs> Transition! I will keep drag alive single handedly. I was listening to country music. And, like, I think it's maybe like a Brantley Gilbert song or something. And he starts singing about. 
we don't need no masks or six feet away or something. I'm like, man, I'm getting way too far into this rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, oh, if we want to go down a rabbit hole, if we really want to like go into this whole thing about drag performers, there is no greater drag performer on earth than Dolly Parton. He has perfected like the drag performance of femininity and performs it every time that we see her as Dolly Parton in public, every time she's on stage. The hair, the boobs, the costumes, she does it all. She has famously said that it's a good thing that she was born a woman because if not, she would have been a drag queen. And as far as I'm concerned, she's a drag queen. Like, I, and I say this with extreme adoration. What a treasure she is. And you've got to think about Dolly Parton, also famous for having her storybook program where she will mail children storybooks from like if you sign them up if the parent signs them up from their birth to like when they're five or six every month they will get a storybook for free on dolly parton through the imagination library and as part of that she also goes around reading to a lot of kids so if these people are trying to ban drag performers reading to children then they are also trying to ban dolly parton who reads so, to children what you're telling me is that Dolly Parton, a drag queen, is grooming young kids by sending them packages in the mail from when they are zero months old to six years old, is what you're saying. Yes, that is, that is the argument that they would be making if drag queens are groomers. Then Dolly Parton <laughs> is a groomer. Because I don't think any drag queen has a reach to as many children as Dolly Parton. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like, if we want to follow their logic, if we want to follow their logic, then Dolly Parton is Groomer. But she's Dolly not. Parton is she's still, a national treasure. It's still a national treasure. So, yeah, I mean, and it's just. <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure a lot of these people, like, if they went to, like, a small school or something, maybe they played a woman character or a man character in, like, a play in high school or middle school or something. I probably did. I don't remember it, though, because it wasn't traumatic or anything. Like, it's just, like, you, you know, you'd read parts in English class, and they'd be like, hey, you read Mary, you read Chester, you read whoever. Like, it wasn't, like, a big thing, whereas I bet now if you assigned a girl reading part to a guy, their parent would come in screaming, are you trying to groom our kids? Maybe. Depends on the parent. Yeah. It's also, like, worse if it's um, a guy reading a girl's part than if it's a girl reading a guy's part because everyone should aspire to the white masculine ideal. But that's another thing for another episode. <laughs> <laughs>